right, welcome back to another edition of Hey Fighting Podcast. Joined today by LSU defensive line coach Andre Carter. Coach, thank you for being here today. I know you uh, you have some travel plans. So appreciate you sticking around to do yeah, this with us. Yeah, thanks for holding me back, man. I appreciate <laughs> it. It's Gabe's fault. Blame, blame Gabe. It's uh, it's not it's not me. So obviously, uh, new new in town. Um, I guess really for a couple months now, but yeah. first year here at LSU. Um, just kind of give me the, the 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 scoop on what it's been like the last couple months getting here, getting through spring, um, getting your feet settled, and getting to know the team. Oh, it's been great. I mean, obviously with the, a new coach, new environment, you always try to get a lay of the land, and it, everything starts up you know up top from you know, learning about uh, Austin Thomas and his history, mm-hmm. which was AS, uh, LSU athletics. Uh, Coach Orjan, obviously we had history in the past, but then just the dynamics of LSU, you know, from the facility, the people that uh, upkeep it, and then obviously the players. So, but overall, I've I've loved it. It's been a great journey for me. Um, obviously, there's a lot of history here. Uh, when you walk around, especially in our facility, you you see the the athletic accolades from the all you know all SEC, mm-hmm. uh, all Americans. Uh, it's great to be a part of uh, something special. Speaking of uh, other sports, I saw the video the other day where Coach Mulkey was doing her tour. Oh yes, and got down in a three point stand. What about you to take you on? Oh, I love it. I love it. She's she's a fiery personality, and uh, I mean, hey, she's a great fit for LSU. She, so she, she expecting is. big things. It's I'm, been, expi- I'm been, excited for her. Yeah, it's been great getting to know her. Um, let's start at the beginning. How, how did how and why did you get into coaching? I know you come from a coaching family with right. your father, but a lot of guys they go play at the next level and. You know, they're happy with what they've done there and, and they want to put the game behind them. What made you want to stick around and, and, and go into coaching? Well, I just I, I, I just basically fell into it. Um, you know, even as a player and one of my mentors, uh, Terrell Williams, who's the D-line coach at uh, Tennessee Titans, he, he always told me, he's like, you're going to be a coach one day. And I was like, ah, I don't know. You know, you always try to, you know, see what's kind of out there. But you know, I'm, I'm passionate about the game. I'm passionate about just giving back to what was given to me and what wasn't given to me. I had I always tell the story that, you know, as a, as a D-line coach in the NFL, 13 years, I've had basically, you know, eight, nine position coaches. Mm-hmm. So I had eight, nine guys tell me eight, nine different things. Mm-hmm. You know, some were good and some were like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll take it and run with mm-hmm. it. And, um, but overall, you know, as, as far as a coach, you know, the main thing is you want to be in these, the, the players' lives, you know, consistently. And it doesn't necessarily have to be on the field. It's also off the field well. And I'm all about building relationships, but I also want to help them grow. And that's, uh, you know, that's the joy of being a, a true uh, position coach. With your father having been a coach for such a long time and then now you getting getting into your career in the last few years, um, what, what did you pick up from him as you got into your to your own kind of coaching skin? And then where have you – Gone in a different direction, maybe right. added something else of your own to the table. Well, you know, I think in general, you know, one, you, you learn from people that have done it for a long time. So you know, obviously, my, my dad's been in for almost 30 something years. Um, but then I also worked with other coaches, you know, Joe Vitt, who was you know, part of the New Orleans Saints, and then he made his run in Seattle. Um, I've always been into just talking to coaches that had um, obviously a history of working, you know, called, you know, NFL coaching history, the, mm-hmm. the NFL lineage. You know, those are the coaches that last a long time and, and, um, understand the game, and it's so much about you know the technique and scheme, but just the functionality of how bu- building a winning organization. You know, those are the guys that you really want to uh, listen to mm-hmm. because obviously, as me as a as a coach, I have goals and aspirations to just learn the game and you know maybe, maybe be a DC if that comes. But also, you know, you never want to be stagnant, just kind of doing the same things repetitively. You always want to continue to grow. Uh, Frank Bush, who's, who's now the linebacker coach over at um, Atlanta, he's been a big mentor for me. You know, he's always pushed me to just look, continue to learn the game. You know, take one thing at a time and, and learn. You know, learn something new every day. So that's always been good for me. So I was, as I was doing prep for this, 
doing some reading on you. Is it true that you didn't start playing football until the 10th grade? Yes, yes. What I was, was the reasoning behind that approach? My dad was like, there was no need to bang up my body at an mm-hmm. early age. He was just he was just old school like that. And obviously, uh, he played in a different era, uh, you know, in the 70s and the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, you know, post and chop and, you know, cut blocks mm-hmm. and, you know, punching somebody when, when they're on the ground. I mean, it was just, it was a dirty business. So, <laughs> you know, one thing about him was, you know, and, and every parent has a certain philosophy. But you always say, you know, you want me to grow into my body, sure. uh, do other sports. And when it was time, it was ready. Um, obviously, I just wasn't in a situation playing in the ninth grade. So, playing in the 10th grade. and uh, But it worked out. But prior to that, I did track. I did basketball. I did tennis. I did taekwondo. Um, I did other sports to just kind of continue to keep me active. And um, all those sports, basically, you know, just learning from it from, you know, functionality standpoint, transition to football. So it was, it was great for me. So I wanted to ask you about that specifically, the taekwondo and the tennis and mm-hmm. that approach. And I, I was reading a book recently, and it's, it's, um, it's slipping my mind, but it's basically about generalists versus specialists right. and people who do a lot of things. And I remember mm-hmm. the first chapter talks about Roger Federer, great oh, tennis yeah. player, oh, who yeah. played every sport growing up, right? right. And uh, and then they were con- contrasting him with Tiger Woods, who right. basically just played golf growing up, and yeah. how different approaches can work for different people. But yeah. in general, doing a lot of different things can help develop you athletically and in a different way. So how how instructive was it for you to do Taekwondo and do tennis and not be a specialist early, so that you could develop so many different skills? And how did that apply to your career? Well, I think you know that that goes with the topic of being a multi sport uh, athlete. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I think those that have been successful in the transition to just a one sport, they've had a history of playing multiple sports. Uh, you know, as far as just the, the, the quick twitch muscles, the eye hand coordination. So for me, doing taekwondo, it really helped me with eye hand coordination. You know, understanding blocks, understand how to defend off of blocks, mm-hmm. uh, pass rush. Those things have been, uh, you know, helped cater to uh, to my career. Um, my son, and you know, we'll see how how he goes. I mean, he ended up playing you know soccer for an extended period of time, mm-hmm. you know, four or five years. But he ended up transitioning to football. But I kind of see how soccer has helped him just from you know cutting, change of direction, explosiveness, quick twitch. So those things are important. I think uh, Odell Beckham yeah. uh, was another you know, a big, soccer, high, big soccer player yep. and ended up transitioning. So those those things are important. Yeah, it's really helped me help us out. How old is your son? My son's uh, thirteen. Okay, so he's he's. I've I've heard a story about your son. He's a big Emily Dixon. Fan. <laughs> you know what? Sadly, I I don't I do not know. You probably kick myself in the butt for not knowing. Emily's <laughs> one of our uh, one of our reporters over at um, in the other building across okay. the street. Okay, and she does all the videos that are on YouTube. Oh, and there you so, go. Okay. so she said she saw him one day, and he he ran up to her and was like, "Are you Emily Dixon?" Oh wow, really, really that's excited. funny. Oh my gosh, that's he, a trip. He, the the point of the story being that he seems like a real energetic kid. He I can imagine being thrown into a locker room. And I know he's been in other locker rooms. Yes. Being, in a, being at LSU and being around, this family's got to have been special for oh, him. Oh, he loves it. Well, my son, ever since he could walk, I always brought him to the you know the locker room. And yeah. I was very fortunate. I said, when he was born, I said, I'm, I'm going to play as long as possible so he can remember. And he remembered towards the end of my career playing for the Patriots. And then once I started transitioning to um, coaching, had um uh you know join me in the lock you know join join the players in the locker room with the at uh, uh Miami, with Miami Dolphins mm-hmm. and uh you know Sean Jefferson who was a wide receiver coach at the time uh, he would do drill work you know, with the wide receivers uh, mm-hmm. during training camp awesome. so but he just he was just he was just a natural yeah. you know it was just uh, that atmosphere so he he's definitely all ball he's a, actually a lot more all ball than I was wow. at his age yeah. um you know just from a football I, IQ standpoint for me. I just knew, hey, put my hand in dirt and go. Yeah. But for him, he's very cerebral. Um, 
has an idea of the game. I mean, he can, you know, draw formations and all that stuff. I never did that stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. Quincy Carter, right? Quincy that's Carter, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a, yeah. a name that we all know here at LSU, unfortunately, because there's oh, yeah. a guy, George, named Quincy Carter. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, so we do have a couple questions here in the chat. I want to get to those. Leslie Harrington asks, what's the one thing you tell your players they have to do to be successful? That's a That's a broad question, but it's a good question. What do you think maybe is the one primary characteristic can make a player great. Well, you know, I think it's just obviously we always preach hard work. All right. And, and hard work is, is you know, that's kind of like it's, it's very broad, but what doesn't tell about hard work? Well, it's just the little things. And one thing I've influenced my players, especially, uh, you know, because I'm responsible for them. I always say this your success is your success because you care, but your failures are my failures because I didn't push you hard enough. Hmm. That's always been my, that's always been my Love philosophy. Um, but uh, one thing I said this is just, you know, accountability. You know, being on being early, not being on time. That's just always been uh, my my staple as far as foundation of being a pro. Um, you know, the the work ethic aspect of uh, doing more. All right, if you feel like your body is stiff, well, you know, now you got to be more flexible. Mm-hmm. So it all you know, it all turns into you know the training room. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're weak. Hey, make sure you have a good uh, functional program to where you can build your strength. You know the the extra conditioning aspect of it. You know what are you doing? Are you put? Are you running to the ball? So those things, you know, those things are great. But also just from a from a football IQ standpoint, like what are you learning in the classroom? Because you know, defensive line in general is is it's it's a fun position because we all can say all you got to do is put your hand on the dirt and you know hit a dude in the mouth. But <laughs> at the same time, it's like what can you learn from the offense? Yeah. You know, the offense tells a story. Whether it's formations, hmm. when it comes to hand placement, when it comes to uh, pre-snap reads, how can you be more functional prior to the snap? All right, is 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 uh, you know maximizing the play before the play actually starts. Mm-hmm. So those things are always important. Love that. We'll get to another uh, fan question here in a second. I do want to ask you about the room though, because you bring back so much experience on the defensive line and yes. now so much depth with incoming guys and guys returning. Um, just give me an overview of that room that that you you've taken over and and uh, I know Coach O's big coaching defensive line too, but yeah. you know that being your room and and your guys. A lot of talent in there, a lot of experience. What's mm-hmm. sort of your your overview of those guys and what they did this spring? Well, I'll tell you what. One, uh, one thing about talent, you know, and I'm and I've always been a believer in this. You know, talent doesn't mean anything if you guys don't play. Uh, if guys don't play cohesively as one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we also would say we can't have independent contractors. Mm-hmm. And I and I and I get it. everybody has goals and aspirations. I had goals and aspirations, but you're only as good as the man next to you. Mm-hmm. So one thing I encourage my guys is just, hey, we got to continue to push ourselves. Hey, when one is tired, somebody has to pick up the slack. That's just that's just overall you know philosophy is just playing defense, but also this I've always encouraged that you know the seniors you know, especially you know about potentially I got five guys mm-hmm. that are that are um, that are leaving um, that you know make a make a staple you know for yourself and and here you know at LSU um, you know finish strong um, you know there's obviously if you walk in the Demon Salon room there's there's a, a kind of like a plaque of you know all SEC honors mm-hmm. things of that nature and obviously you have a plaque with guys that got drafted. Um, but I say, you know, you're always going to be remembered here at LSU if you want to be a part of those honors. Yep. I think that's a great opportunity. It's a, it's a privilege and an honor to be on those walls. So for the seniors that are here, hey, this is your last time to, to just really earn, earn your mark and make your mark. So that's something that I've encouraged. For sure. And, and no shortage of talent in there and depth. And you can look at the depth chart almost three deep and look at guys that yes. are ready to step up and play. I want to get to a couple more fan questions here. One from Lucien Laborde. What attributes do you value most highly when recruiting future players? 
for the LSU defensive line. So you add in coming from the NFL to the right. college ranks, you you add in the recruiting element. What do you, what do you look for in, in a young guy? What, what are the characteristics you're looking for, maybe both physically and mm -hmm. and, and mentally? Well, from a, from a um, performance standpoint, I always say this: when I'm watching film, I say his film has to jump out on tape. Mm -hmm. He has to jump on team. What does that mean? Well, it, uh, burst off the ball. When the ball is snapped, is he the first one off the line of scrimmage? Is he physical? I mean, the game of football is defined through phys physicality. Um, does he refuse to be blocked? You know, energy. You know, we always preach energy. Is it, does he bring his own juice? When he makes a play, do you see fire? You know, those those things are always important, especially, you know, here in the SEC because, you know, every game, you know, gotcha always, you know, I talk to gotcha every now and then. He said every game is as important as the next. It's mm -hmm. no difference than – NFL Sunday. Yep. So those those things stand out. Um, you know, explosiveness, power. You know, we always talk about knockback. You know, not, not the, does he, you know, versus one-on-one -on -one versus run. Does he, you know, knock the opponent back, you know, one and a half, you know, two yards. I mean, those, those are, you know, aggressive traits, but they're great traits because at the end of the day, that's what you need. Mm -hmm. Very specific question here from anonymous attendee. Where do you see the, excuse me, where do you foresee the defensive line in stopping the run? Oh, good question. Uh, I always say this. You know, I always had to say, and this was an old, uh, you know, military term, the easiest day was yesterday. And it basically means this, you know, we've had some good days. <laughs> we had some days we got to improve. Mm -hmm. You know, overall from our, from our, you know, from our practice and, and how we uh, function, we had some, you know, we had some great days. Um, but like I said, we haven't started training camp yet. Mm -hmm. All right. And so I just always take it day by day. And, and you got to take it day by day. You can't be too high. You can't be too low. But you are, but you are aware of what what we can be. But it's my job to continue to push my push my guys uh, on the level that probably they've never seen. So that's how I look at the game, especially when it comes to the run game. We'll get back to football in a second. I want to get away from it just a little bit. Um, similar setup to a question I asked Durante. But when when you guys get hired, when anyone new in the athletic department gets hired, they send out a welcome to LSU email. Oh, yes. It's got like a little Q and A. Oh yes, yes. Get, got has some information. So I was doing my my homework on you. And it said one of the things you're passionate about is languages. Yes, is that yes, correct? How many yes. languages can you speak? You no, know, I, I did. Uh, I did French when I was younger, okay. and then I went to um, uh, Morocco a few years ago. With my family and uh, Morocco is uh, heavily influenced mm -hmm. in uh, French and Arabic. Mm -hmm. uh, my wife decided to do Arabic, and I was like, "Well, you got that one, player." And then I did uh, <laughs> French. So I saw I'm back on my French. So I got this. You know, when I have time that evening, I do a uh, Duolingo. Okay, awesome. So, yeah, yeah. Well, French is is a good language it to is. know in the state of Louisiana. I know, especially. I know. You go to some of these Cajun it, restaurants, know what you're getting on the I menu. Know, I know, yeah, I, I'm trying. It's coming along. You know what it is? Is just uh, obviously with any language, it's just you know practice with you know through application. But you know when you don't know anybody else speaks, it, it's sure, tough. Sure. So I can read it. You know, I can read it. But as far as like having a conversation. It's Probably not that good. Yeah, but my reading, but my reading is probably now uh, elementary school level. That's all right. I mean, that's what these phones are for. Yeah, they can interpret yes. everything, so we don't have to, that's to it. learn. What, what do you like about the the language learning process? Is it just is it relaxing for it's, you? Yeah, it's, it's relaxing. It's stimulating. It you know it challenge it challenges yourself. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, I've always liked the challenge, and I like you know for me, I like uh, you know languages and then uh, number puzzles. So I'm a big Sudoku guy. Okay, I'm a big Sudoku guy. Yeah, like how many oh, yeah. are we doing a day? You know, I just I try to do one. I try okay. not one now, but yeah. I, what I do is I sit on the uh, the expert level. Mm -hmm. Oh, and so, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then there's another one that's called Ken Ken. So it's basically like 
Sudoku and then but like multiplication uh-huh. is is or add add it's just it's on a whole nother level. Can I offer a suggestion? Sure. Rubik's Cube. Have you ever messed with a Rubik's no, Cube? No, I, I tossed that one in the trash. Okay, so okay. I did I did too, but the other day I found one and I was yeah. like, I'm gonna see if I can learn this thing. Yeah, yeah. So me and one of the other guys that works in communications, Matt Tornquist, he's our video guy. Right. Um we started messing with it and it's like addicting. It's the same thing. Okay. It gets that part of your brain going. Right, right. And like I mean you just watch a YouTube video and figure uh, out. Let's we'll see it. the guys with the with the you know blindfold on well, and do it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's that, a, that's, that's a different level. level. I'm yeah. not getting to that level. Yeah. But, you know, in about a minute, minute and a half, get it done. Right. It's kind of relaxing but stimulating at the same time. So. Did you see the one the one video with the, the rapper Logic where he was rapping, while, freestyling? While he was doing yes. blind, I think blindfolding. <laughs> I think, but I yeah. remember seeing it and doing the Rebus Cube, and yeah. it was like it was nothing. I've seen one with him not blindfolded. Okay. As, uh, just regular. But okay. that was actually one of the videos. I was like, man, I need to learn how to do That's that. That's pretty like, good. If yeah. this guy can do it while he's freestyling, I can right. do it while I'm sitting at my desk like I know. procrastinating. I should be able totally to Totally two, two separate minds, man. Yeah. It's on a whole nother level. One, one more non-football question. We'll get back to it. Uh, piano. You, you grew up playing piano. I did. Piano lessons. You still, you still mess with it at all? Every, every now and then. I yeah. have a, a little baby grand on the piano, but you know, it's just, you know, you dabble here and dabble there. That's that's my mom. My mom put me on to that stuff. And, yeah. um, um, you know, just, I think it's kind of like the, I want to say, I don't know, you know, piano is definitely an art form, mm-hmm. but it was just uh, something that I picked up and loved, and I had I had big hands. So what what can you do? <laughs> yeah. You know, cover, cover I, a lot I, of octave, different two octaves. <laughs> you know, and then with football, with all the hitting I did, the the, the stretching my thumb ligaments and my my finger stretched out a little bit more. Yeah, about to say all about the dislocations and all that stuff. So I'm gonna I'm put you on the spot here. Yeah. Um See how well you know your your position room. Okay. Who's the musician in your room? Oh, Joe Evans. Joe Evans. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Have you, have you seen him perform? I have not. Okay. Now, remember wrong. Does he play the drums? I think he plays piano. Okay, piano. I think, okay. I think he does piano. All right, so the same on me. But I know I know he plays the uh the you know uh music. He's he, a musician. He probably so. plays the drums too. He's right. super talented. He sings too. Have you heard there you him go. Sing? No, I heard he sung sings too. Okay. I heard he can sing. So I'm just gonna tease go. everyone listening and watching a little bit that yeah. there might be a LSU Tigers TikTok there coming out soon. There you go. Hey, let's do it. So there you go. Really talented guy. But now now that I've brought up an individual, um, I do want to talk about a, a few of the guys in, in that room and we don't have to single out individuals, but maybe just the different types of skill set you have there. And, yes. and you know, LSU a couple of years ago was in the three, four, and now right. we're kind of in that base four, three. So when you look at those, those, um, those guys who, you know, who are the guys that you plug in in the middle and they're your run stop, right. who are the guys that get after the quarterback? What's, what's the skill set in that room? Cause you got a lot of, Yo, guys. Man, it's, it's all over the board and, and it's, it's good to have competition because when it comes to you know, practice or game planning, you know, the worst thing you want to do is hold guys back mm-hmm. or, you know, some guys are getting more reps than others, but, it's actually a good problem, a good problem to have because guys are so talented. You know, from the inside, I mean, you look at uh, you know Joe Evans, um, uh, uh, Neil Farrell, and Glenn Logan. Uh, those guys have just stood stood out in the run. You know, Joe shows a lot of versatility. Um, obviously, he played center last year, mm-hmm. but when you see a guy like that that played center last year, but then comes back to D line, he's very cerebral but very physical. So he has an understanding of the game. Um, he's a guy that creates the uh, variations of packages if you need them. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's just, you know, anything that, you know, that comes up, he's like, yes, sir, I'm good. For and, sure. And then from there, you know, I'm, I'm very happy to have obviously our big guys back, you know, with, uh, Neil and Glenn and they, they bring, they bring a lot of violence, a uh, good point of attack on the inside of the run. Uh, Mason Smith, uh, young guy. I mean, you know, you always forget he's super young, mm-hmm. uh, but he has an upside. He'll continue once he continues to grow into his body from a physical standpoint. He'll stand out. 
You know, obviously Jay Roy, uh, you know, quick twitch, uh, be able to take the up and unders in the passing game. Uh, he's he's a guy to look out for. Uh, and then uh, Jacobin Guillory, just a big stout, you know, mm-hmm. monster run stuffer. So, like I said, all all those guys inside have been uh, very good. I'm very proud as far as their development because you know you can, like I said, it's, it's all about packages. And actually, in, in the SEC, it's all about depth. You yeah. gotta have depth, especially the big man. Yep. I'm talking big men are like unicorns. Yep. You know, if you don't have one, you better find one because yep. they're hard to find, especially when you're playing two of them in the middle. Exactly. Who, who are the guys on the edge? You know, BJ obviously put a lot on tape last year. Yes, yes. After the quarterback. Who are some of those guys on the edge that can get after the quarterback? Well, I'm, I'm excited for you. I'm glad Andre Anthony's back. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll. You know, obviously, he's he's has a high expectations for himself. So he provides, you know, just uh, definitely le- leadership, um, but then just a uh, great work ethic. I mean, he's a workout machine. He yeah. does a lot of extra stuff uh, outside of football from uh, from a boxing standpoint, mm. running, conditioning. He's always on, on point. I'm excited, you know, just to, I know this will be his last year, but uh, Ali, you know, Ali's yeah. just a good, solid human being. Yeah, great, great, great solid man. human being. Um, you know, when I first met him, you know, you know, doing through the interview process, I looked at him, and I think he was looking at me because we realized we had pretty much the same arm length. I was like, <laughs> all right, we're, we're good, man. I got you. I see you. But uh, Ali and just knowing his history, um, you know, just where he came from and how he came to LSU, uh, we're excited about him. And, you know, I said, especially with defense alignment, you got to have length. Length, yep. length is key. Um, you know, and, and so, um, you know, with Landon Jackson, Landon Jackson had been nicked up but continue to be back. Uh, Webb, still figuring them out. Yep. You, know, you know, those are the young guys. Eric Taylor's still young, still trying to figure it out. Um, but overall, I mean, we, we are, we're pretty deep, and I'm very excited for our guys. And then actually Sony, uh, you know, yep. Sony. So I'm very proud of Sony. Sony actually um, – Great spring game. Uh, great spring game. You know, he actually transitioned to linebacker. Hey, you know, you get a feel for it. Yep. And, but, you know, and, but unfortunately we were a little bit nicked up in spring. Ended up coming back and actually did great. Mm-hmm. He actually did great. And so he's he's a guy that I really depend on, um, you know, because he, he he's going to give it all he has, you know. So so it's, it's been good. It's been good. Great great guys in the room. What's your relationship with Durante? Y'all y'all, y'all go back before LSU, right? Yes, yes. So uh, I worked with him um, uh, when I was assistant D line coach uh, for the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. So we have always uh, stayed in touch, and uh, you know, he's just been a great mentor for me, and just how he sees the game and uh, you know, pass rush and coverage come hand in hand. Yep. So. But every time he talks about a DN drop, I say, "Hey man, don't screw us over." Man. So, <laughs> you know, that's, that's a D line, a D line joke. Yeah, let us, but, let us uh, put our hand in the dirt and get yeah, after that quarterback. A that's bit. it. That's it. But no, I'm very, I'm just honored to, you know, just to work with him, and uh, obviously, you know, just this is a, a big year for him, a big year for all of us. Mm-hmm. But uh, with the coaching staff that we have, you know, obviously we we all share our experiences and share knowledge, but we talk about it. You know, that's how you uh, create a, a winning culture. What, um, I'll let you get out of here on this because I know you, you, you want to hit the road. And, uh, and, I know. That's okay. That's all right. No, that's okay, man. It's only a six-hour drive, dude. It's only a six-hour drive. I'll let you in on this. Yeah. Um, just your, your spring game takeaways and what you saw from the defense and your guys at defensive line. Got a got a few sacks, you know, the, the, the spring game sacks. Where yeah, you just got to yeah, tag the quarterback. Yeah, tag the quarterback. No, I mean, I, I think overall it's, it's a step in the right direction. Uh, I, I praise my guys because I understand – um, you know, the scheme from last year. And I always tell my guys this. I said, you know, when you're in a system, <laughs> when you're in a system, it's a different system year to year. It's, it's just hard to find yeah. identity. Yep. You know, and, and, you know, not identity not only as a team, but just identity within yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always told them just 
at the end of the day, trust the process, but play hard. Yep. As long as you play hard and, and just do the things we ask for you to do, the rest will take care of itself. And so it's um it's it's definitely leaning towards a positive. Um, but now, hey, you know, we have you know May, we got you know June, July. I mean, that's the time to really harden your bodies. You know, focus on the cut ups that we give you. Understand the scheme. Understand yourself. Then once camp comes, it's, it's time to rock and roll. And so, you know, every day is always important as the next. But I was very proud of um, you know as far as our development and, and what we can become. Did you want to get the pads on at some point? I mean, oh, you look oh, like yeah. you can sit out there and, and make some habit. I said, tell him, I said, I'm, I'm, I feel, I feel fit. I said, I talk about my knee. Old Betty, old Betty here. She, she ain't used to what she used to be. So yeah, I'm where, good. I'm where, good. That's where it goes. At the that's where it goes. Yeah, yeah. All yeah, that all the stuff. Muscles are still good. Muscles but, are still good. I still stay. I still stay active as much as I can. But no, I'm, I'm good. I just turned 42, so I'm hanging in there. I just, I live, I live through my guys. What's, what's the preferred method of exercise these days? Uh, you know, a lot of core, a lot of yeah. core treadmill. Just gotta just stay, stay moving, stay moving. Gotcha. Bar, bar weight, that's it. I'm, I don't do those 325 pound uh, power cleans. I'm yeah, day, we're, going, days we're, going, we're going lightweight. I'm going like going point. lightweight, high rep. That's go. it. Eat all right. right, all right, coach. Appreciate your time. I'll appreciate let you get on the road. All right, uh, man. Appreciate it. Hey, man, it's only a six hour drive, man. Go. We're good. Listen back to this if you want to. All right, appreciate it. All right, guys. Thank Take y'all. Care. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thanks for asking questions. See y'all next time.